It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The warm-up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the warm-up for another week. Big show, as always, on the way. All thanks to Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. Matt Wall and Cam Mooney with you. Good morning, Moons. How are you going? Morning, Wallow. Morning, everybody. How are you, my friend? I'm well. I'm well. We've got a big show coming up. Aaron Finch is going to join us Finchy. a little bit later on. Of course, uh, cricketing great, but also the Big Bash gets underway next week. Yes. Uh, they got a game on Friday, and then they're in Geelong on Sunday, their first home game. So, Who are they playing Sunday? Uh, good question. <laughs> I don't Doesn't actually matter. know. Going to win? They're going to win. Anyway, so that game coming up at Canoonia Park. Finchie's home deck now. Finchie lives down in Geelong now. Does he actually live yeah, in Geelong? Yeah, he lives in Geelong. Yeah, right. I'll say, I won't say where. Yeah, you don't might, have to. Might be a bit intrusive. Colac boy. <laughs> um, uh, one of the girls that I work with said, uh, she's from Colac, she's like, oh, I'm actually cousins with uh, Aaron Finch. And then later she said it was a joke. And I'm like, I actually t- thought you were serious because everyone in Colac is related. Yeah. And I'm from Winchelsea and we are definitely all related. <laughs> so um, there you go. So looking forward to catching up with Finchie. Um, yeah, Renegade's getting underway in the Big Bash. I'm looking forward to the Big Bash this year. Why? Because they've condensed it. They have? The last few years, seriously... I don't know. It's like it's been like the baseball. Like I don't know who's I, playing I can, what. I can when. tell you when it when it when it was hot. What was it? Maybe ten years ago. When Channel Ten had it. When it was the hottest ticket in town. I remember they had eight games, so four home, four away. Yep. And I'm a Renegades boy. I'd go to two or three games a year, and they would be at Etihad Stadium or Marvel, whatever it is now. You know, you're getting thirty plus thousand. Easy. You know, at the G stars, I'll get sixty. Yeah, sixty. Like it was incredible. It was a, it was the must wa- must have ticket. Yeah. And then they went. You know what? We're doing so well. Let's expand it. And yeah, the game just went. It just dark. went. It to just absolute. yeah, it did. So well, they destroyed um, it. They did. So hopefully they get it back on track this year. Looking forward to that. It's more condensed. Obviously trying to break up between the tests and the one days mm. because and know. that's the other problem. They lose. They lose so many of our international players through the through the year or through the season. Uh, the internationals coming over. Remember, we used to get um, used to get some great names oh, coming over. Like Dwayne Bravos yeah. would come over and Chris play. Gale and Chris all Gales. these guys. Yeah. It was great. They just yeah, they lost their way. Yep. Hopefully, they get it back because yep. it was it was great. It was good. So we'll chat to Finchie a little bit later on. It's actually um, it's one of those things where you lose those players, the international players, so they don't play. They sign but don't play. Yeah. But then they come back for a final two, and it sort of makes a bit of a mockery yeah, of the does. whole thing. So, hey, um, some good news. Uh, of course, the AFL fixture has been out for a little bit now. Gather Round was a success in Adelaide yes. last year. Did you go? I didn't, but I'm going to try and get there for I, next season. I didn't go, and I've just said to the guys at Fox, get I, I, I have to be there. <laughs> I just yeah. want one day. I don't care if I'm up in the hills. Well, I know you're going to be there. Why? Because news this week, and your mug was on the store, your face was on the story. Oh, hang on. That the gather round is going to now. This is not necessarily connected to the AFL itself, but the gather round is going hang to on, have, what a have I done? footy bout. Boxing footy. is going to be part of gather round next Mate. year. Congratulations, I'm you're ret- back. I'm retired. I'm retired. 
Mate, I'm, I'm, one and, I'm one and done. Your photo was leading you the serious? article. You were leading the article. Oh, great. It was your head Everybody, sort of it, falling backwards <laughs> to the right. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was big Tommy's fist landing yes. fair on my face. Yep. Um, um, no, I haven't heard about that one. No, I just saw it this week. A so gather that, round fight night before gather round. Yes. Yeah, so I don't – is a gather round – so maybe on the Wednesday night, gather rounds on the Thursday, starts on the Thursday night. So that actually would be pretty good. It'd be a nice way to sort of launch I don't the think week. it'll work. Because like, well, thing is, the reason I got into the fight thing in the first was place money. was because – Well, money was a big thing. Don't worry about that. I wasn't going to do it for free. <laughs> um, it had 50,000 reasons to do it. <laughs> but we were supposed to do a footy fight night and I was supposed to fight Fev. Yes. That's how it all started. Yes, yeah. And we had Swanee and Coons and uh, I yep. think Matty Stokes and someone else. And, and guess, how many, guess how many people wanted to go? No one. No one. Yes. No one wants to see old footy players who don't know how to fight fight. Well, they could do a... So unless they unless They might be a they Yeah, might be so a what my, my point was when it, when it fell over, I said to the pr- promoter, I said, look, no one wants to watch us fight. But if you had us on the undercard of a good fight night, yep. and that's eventually where I went, I just picked the wrong bloke. And it would have been well, your great. mates with Tyson Fury now. He wouldn't bring out a title fight to gather around on a Wednesday well, night. Adelaide, look, I can text him. <laughs> I can text him. Me and the gypsy are Maybe very he could <laughs> just come out and do some of his um, fine singing work and uh, just be headlined well, for a concert. You know what? If he came out anything like he did last time, he wouldn't be able to see straight. Yeah. he's. Uh, still he had a good time. No. Uh, yeah, AFLW Grand Final this weekend. Kangas, my team. Yes, um, first time since 1999. Well, am I am I am I involved in this? Because this so, I was the last Premiership player. Well, to- well, it's interesting because so in the AFL in the men's game, the tradition has been over some time now that well for a long time that the uh, an ex player of some note, be a Premiership star or oh, a captain, whatever, you, would come have you out. Got some news for me. I have. They would come out and present the cup. So oh, obviously just the season gone, Peter Moore, who didn't play in a premiership but was a star in Brownlee. Nah, he didn't, did, didn't get the premiership. More no, uh, Lee Matthews was going to be yeah, Brisbane got a couple, Lions, got a couple. which uh, he got a few as a coach, of course, and a stack as a player at Hawthorne. So it's either myself or Duck handing out the premiership yeah. cup, right? So Wayne Carey's unavailable. Yes! Uh, he's off brand at the moment for the AFLW. <laughs> <laughs> so this means me. Well, no. It's me or Mick Martin. Mick Martin couldn't be there either. <laughs> And Kingy was too busy doing his stats, so they've reached out to yes. me yes. and said, "Could Moons ask Jack Siebel if he oh, was a?" Are you kidding? What's Jack done? Well, no, that's great. Well, so no, Jack Siebel's going to be doing it for the Kangaroos, and their favourites going into the grand final oh. icon this weekend. Uh, Brisbane, one of the ex-players, though, the name escapes me, who will be doing it for them. Um, so that's, that's a nice little. No, no, Grant a Virtual? female oh. women's... Yeah, Grant Virtual. <laughs> <laughs> who would be Brisbane? Actually, well, they've got some stars. So who would be in the mix there? Martin Pike, uh, Ashcroft, Acker. Boss. No, Acker. great. Jack Zebel gets the hand it out. That's he fantastic. Does, yeah. Well done, Jack. So that'd be a nice addition to North Melbourne. Hopefully North get one because it has been a long time and... Yeah. Yep. So uh, interesting to see how they go on Sunday. I did see a bit of vision over the weekend or during the week about the Tigers getting their new jumpers, so like every team would go through and get fitted. But you don't get fitted; you just get large, extra large, and small, medium. Nah, mate, don't you? these days they tailored now. Yep. And so the boys come in; they've got oh, I've got bigger guns this year, or I've I've toned up a bit, or I'm this one. And so they or literally I've let, I've going, let it go out the stomach a little bit. So well, you just that's what I thought. Maybe a few of them <laughs> would have, but um, so they literally will have right. I'm a medium or I'm a forty something or whatever the number is, but I'll need a couple of extra inches here. And what I found funny about it is they've got to ask for a long sleeve as well. Surely the club just go. Oh, do you you have a long sleeve this year? Um, nah, don't worry about it. Like, wouldn't why why wouldn't well, the club just get them? 
Yeah, it's a good question. Did you ever get a long sleeve? Yeah, we, we all had long sleeves. I think every But pi- did you ask for a long sleeve? No, they were just available. And so one of the guys and goes, I think oh, I only you, wore you're going to wear a long sleeve this year. He goes, oh, no, I just might wear it for training. I think it was broad. Might have yeah, said. Well, I wore, I wore yeah. it once in Geelong. It was in 2004 against Fremantle, and it was – and literally the – some of the Fremantle players had frostbite. Yeah, it would have. Like, it was that bad of a day, and that was the only time I ever wore a long sleeve. Yeah, right. I okay. think. But, yeah, no, they, they, I think they just had them for every number. But you would have had, right, right I, this year, Moons, you're wearing a large or extra large, whatever the what, – Yeah. What, 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 oh, what, extra large. Extra large, yeah. 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 Had to fit the guns in. Yeah. So, <laughs> But there's been – I guess there's been stories. Do you have any players that have come back a little bit over – Oh, over the hill, yeah, I overdone. Mean, I mean, a big to, Christmas. I mean, when I was at North, it used to be uh, Byron Pickett used to always come back a little bit, little bit over. So we used to get our skin folds done, and anything over or around a hundred, you were, you were on the tubby side. Yeah, right. And, and Chop Pickett used to come in like well over a hundred. Wow, <laughs> but he'd get away with it. Yeah, but the, the, the great, the great story about. I remember Ryan Fitzgerald always tells this one. Fitzy was back, in, and I remember Jace was there as well, my older brother. So the great Tony Lockett. Got his skin folds done one day. Was this on the comeback trail, or he's? No, no. This is uh, when he was still still in his, his prime, first just about swans. Uh, first time swans, and yep. yeah, walked out of the uh, the dietitian room with a cricket bat in his hand and raised the bat because he got <laughs> he over a hundred. And the boys were basically <laughs> cheering him. Like anyone else, they would have been outside doing laps. Plugger, well done, he Plugger. Well done, about, Tony. He's about fifty kilos these days, yeah, looking he's a amazing. So yeah, big Plugger. Um, T20, have you been following any? No. T- oh, my God. I only Why? saw the Why scores of, um, obviously, great great innings by... Inglis. Inglis. Maxi got Another one by Maxi. Maxi's just IPL contracts just booming at the minute. Yep. I mean, in all seriousness, I mean, yes, he won a World Cup and fantastic, but what he has done for his IPL contracts oh. is out of control. He would... I mean, they pay and and rightly so the Indian players the the, the very best. You wrote Sharma. He's got to be. Life. He's got to be right the in the big that big bracket. money. But because they've obviously got that also that marketing value in India yeah. as well as Indian players, so that totally makes sense. But I'd imagine so you he talk would have to international be, I, away from India. He would have to be would, the highest paid. I think comfortably, but also. Um, he would be now in the mix, I reckon, even with the big, big stars, like across the board. He'd have to be up there with the Indian players. Because at the end of the day, he's marketable. The way he plays, mm. he makes he makes runs, and he's a chance to win you an IPL. And he can bowl overs as well. As well. So that obviously does help. That's why Cam Green got so much money yes. last year and didn't do a great deal. <laughs> $3 million for his whatever right he did camo. for the team. So, yeah, um, good, luck, good luck to him. Hey, there's a bit of a story flying around at the minute with netball. I know. What are your thoughts? I don't know what's going on with netball. Because I'm a netball dad, yeah. so I'm all for the girls getting paid. I'm a wag. Are you a wag? Oh, my wife. Plays yeah, netball. well done. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's netball, 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 and I've got two sons, so I won't necessarily have netball growing up in terms of the kids coming through. Although so you're a I mag, like playing. you're a mag. Yes, yes. So, yeah, mag. That's no, cool. I'm a you're a, you're hag. A hag. Husband, husband. <laughs> yes, hag. No, hab. hab. I'm a husband and boyfriend. Friend, that's it. Yes, I'm a hag. Hab. Hab. Um, they're apparently look. They're on strike at the moment. I don't want to get too deep and dirty on this one, but there's been a huge, I guess, uh, discrepancy or what they want, what, what they, they want, get. and what they can sort of get. And there's been stories this week that they haven't been paid for eight weeks. They're sleeping in cars and stuff like that. It's one of those ones where I'm not. I feel like you've got to understand, and I'm not saying I understand necessarily their point. We've got to understand what revenues in the game, yes. and I'm sure that. 
Netball Australia is not trying to do them over. Well, they won't they give them. They the gave them eleven percent apparently rise, and they denied that or yep. they declined that one. That's a big rise, eleven percent. Massive rise, but at the same time, and I, like get what you deserve, but you also also got to get. What the game can afford. What, what the game you. can afford, yeah. Big show coming up. As I said, we're going to chat to Aaron Finch, who's going to be uh, with the Renegades again this season. Looking forward to the Big Bash getting underway. Plus, Moons' six-pack is just around the corner. Mon Conti won the AFLW Best and Ferris. She also plays for the Melbourne Boomers. She's a star. star. We're going to take a look at some of the sporting stars who have done well or maybe not so well. Good and bad. In uh, other... Code. So getting to that in just a moment. This is the warm-up. Hope you enjoyed the show this morning. All thanks to Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. You're listening to the warm-up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. The warm-up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. Stack of sport this weekend, AFLW Grand Final. Big Bash underway next week. Aaron Finch from the Renegade is going to join us uh, very soon. Looking forward to that. Uh, Leading the team again this year. They've got a home game in Geelong next Sunday. Uh, they head to Perth, I think, on the Friday. We'll catch up with uh, Aaron Finch in just a moment. Moons, uh, this week, AFLW, they don't actually have a name, I understand, for the, the best and The fairest. equivalent Brownlow, yes. The Brownlow. Um, Not yet. Monique Conti won it from mm-hmm. the Tigers. She's an absolute superstar, of course. She also plays for the Melbourne Boomers, who are on top of the ladder in the WNBL as well. So, so does she, she's a star. is she still playing for the Boomers? Obviously, once the footy season finishes, now she can probably just roll back in. Yes, but I don't know. I actually tried to check with the stats where that didn't really come up, if she's already played or not this year. Might be something we have to I, look I, at. I doubt very much she would have played during the footy season. No, no, definitely not. Yeah. Definitely not. But obviously, the Tigers have been out for a few weeks now. Oh, yes, of course. So I wonder if they've played... I think it's their sixth game this weekend. So mm. they're five and zip on top of the on the table. So if she hasn't played and she comes back in, they're, mm. they're going to win the, the premiership. But uh, an absolute superstar. And she's cross-codes beautifully. I think she was more basketball first and then led yes, into she being was. footy. Well, same with Erin Phillips. She was basketball and then And she across. was a star. Yeah. Like She played for We're talking now. about you know, who are they going to name the best and fairest after. I mean, yeah. her name's obviously at the top of the list. Yeah, I'd imagine she's probably, yeah. Should be probably in that mix, if not definitely getting the nod. We thought we'd have a look in your six-pack this week on uh, players who have tried different sports, some more successful than others. Loser's six-pack. Well, at number six, uh, I'm going to start with this guy. Um, I thought probably probably... Unlucky to be on the list, to be honest, because this is we're going to do some good ones and some bad ones. Yeah, this so ended up mixture. this ended up being a, probably a bad one, but I thought this was one of the most courageous things that I've ever seen uh, any human do. Yeah, uh, you know this guy was was a pretty handy footballer. Yeah, did okay. Decided to step into AFL. The, yeah, AFL decided to step into the ring. Unfortunately, his opponent was ten years younger, about six or seven inches taller, and about uh, twenty five kilos heavier. But the fact that this man got in there. And wobbled this guy a couple of times. And I thought really took it to him and outboxed him. It was just too small in the end. 
Uh, that goes to yours truly, me. When I went up against Big Tommy Bell Chambers and then got knocked on my ass. Oh my god! <laughs> I think you're still rattled. Like it was the most courageous thing I've seen a human do. Yeah, no, it's right. Like to there. take on a bloke that big, unbelievable. And as I said, rocked him a couple of times. Unfortunately, late in the last, uh, just couldn't get out of the way of that big right hand coming through. I was so <laughs> proud of you. I remember walking down the street one day and someone stopped me and said. Um, Cam Mooney's fight, uh, inspirational stuff. And I'm like, oh, mate, just you, you don't know the half of it. What an effort. Yeah, it was huge. Hard to file up that guy. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I mean, you didn't throw any punches. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> He used my head as a yes. speed bag. That's but, fine. Um, no, but it'll be interesting to see what happens with the with the gather round, mate. Because has Tommy got another fight lined up somewhere? He, he oh, I don't be, know if Tommy's He may got be a one. prime Yeah, absolutely. And they round, should because so. he's such a big boy, let me tell you. Yep. He's, so, got nice, he's got a nice six, right hand. Number six, AFL great. To boxing novice. Boxing hack, <laughs> Cam Mooney. Uh, at number five now, I'm going to play this guy in who was a superstar rugby league player, went over to play rugby union yeah. for Australia, yep. Izzy Folau, dual internationalist, absolute superstar, and then came over to AFL. Didn't quite work. The Let's Giants. be honest, didn't quite work. And funny story, Kevin Sheedy and I get along like a house on fire now. But during uh, Kevin's uh, tenure as, as coach, I was working my first year out of the game at SEN. I was doing yep. uh, Saturday afternoons with KB and Matty Granlin. KB. And at halftime, I decided to go with, you know what? This isn't working. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. The man's standing there like a statue. Yeah. He, he doesn't know what to do. And he was playing centre-half forward, which I, I actually said was the stupidest thing they ever did. They should have thrown him down back. And just allowed him to play on opponent. Yeah, actually go on something. So anyway, Sheeds heard this. And I was doing my weekly radio spot on a Wednesday with uh, Mark Allen and, and David Swartz. And came on the radio and berated me. Came on. Came on and berated like, as me. As in he, he was an interview he or, was an inter- or he was no, a talkback caller? No, no. He said, <laughs> no, no. He said, I want uh, to do, Kevin it. From I wanna do an interview. So <laughs> oh, we interviewed from, and uh, he just spent Blacktown. the whole time attacking me. Really? <laughs> like, and I, it was my first year out in the media, so I didn't know. I was, I was, I, was like, uh, I didn't did know what to say. Did you stand or apologise, or what did you do? No, I said, mate, you're basically playing him in the wrong spot. So I had a bit of a crack back. Yep. But I was on the back foot early because he came on and just threw left and right at me. KP. Jesus <laughs> I mean, Christ! It shit. was a, it was a, a bad transition. It right. wasn't a great. Now number, number four. four. This is a good one. Uh, Ex teammate of mine, uh, superstar AFL player, and went over into the NFL as a punter. Ben Graham. And played in a Super Bowl, 2009 Unreal. Super Bowl for the Arizona Cardinals. Unfortunately, they just fell short, but it was unbelievable. Uh, so well done to Benny. Uh, number three, another great one. Uh, like him, hate him, love him, who knows, everything in between. The great Anthony Mundine. Oh, yeah. Now, this man was a superstar rugby league player. Could have been one of the all-time greats, but decided to leave. Uh, and then went into boxing and... Well, a couple of world he, titles. Um, and not being from a rugby league background myself, as in watching a great deal, I do remember him coming through at St. George and the the front flips yeah. and stuff after scoring a try. He was nah, a superstar. He was a star. Now, number two, this is one of the all-time greatest athletes ever to grace our earth. The fastest man in the world, Usain Bolt, who came over and tried to get an A-league contract. Yeah, this is – he was trying to get the Central Coast Mariners. This is uh, Adam Peacock, I think, chatting during the week – of why, or recently, mm. of why it didn't work. Yeah. Whatever happened what with that? that? Yeah. Was he, he not much chop? No. The area from his ankle to his knee was too long. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably not a bad so, point. So, yeah, he just couldn't quite get the 
But we're discussing this now. Bad, bad move by the A-League. Now, he wanted a little bit more money in his contract. I think $70,000 was the base payment, which they offered him. And he said, well, no, I want a little bit more than that. Yeah, I'm marquee. And you know what? You give it to him if you're the A-League because he would have made tenfold back the other way. Yeah, I reckon it's a bit of a lost chance uh, for the A-League. I know back in the day, I used to listen, well, still do listen to Hutchie and Damo's Mm. podcast. Hutchie was big on him. Yeah, I'm I'm with Hutchie on that. Damo was like, nah, you can't play, don't get him. But I think for the Central Coast Mariners, it would have been massive. For 12 months, it would have been international news. Yep. He would have sold jerseys and stuff everywhere. Sponsorship would have been amazing. Absolutely. Okay, that's number two. At number one, well, the greatest basketballer of all time decided to give baseball a go, Michael Jordan. And, look, I was a massive MJ fan growing up. So when he retired after his three championships, I was pretty sad and pretty upset. And then when he came back with... I'm back. One of the great, was one of the great press conferences of all time. But to go to baseball, but that game in 1994, there was a buzz like something special. Everybody wanted to see if Michael Jordan could make the switch from NBA superstar to a big league baseball player. Uh, no, he couldn't. And he couldn't. No. But that's okay. <laughs> Because that's exactly what they should have done with Bolt. Everyone would have wanted to see if Bolt yeah. could have played Because he played in the minors, whatever they're called, AAA or whatever. Yeah. And I saw the doco as part of the thing. Riding the bus. And uh, unbelievable. Like it was just – and they how sold out every home and away game. How has he bought his team the, a new yeah. bus? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they sold out every home every and away game. game. It's like Messi in the uh, yeah. MLS this yes. season. Same thing. I know it's not quite in terms of And he needed level. a little bit of time away and all that kind of stuff. Yep. He came back and then decided to win the three more and – just cement himself as the greatest of all time. He, uh, have you That's him? my top six. Have you, there's Moons of Six Pack, um, all thanks to Bet365, whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. Do you have him at number one? Basketball? Oh, yeah. No, he'll always be my number one. Hey, what do you reckon if LeBron gets his son at the Lakers next year? Uh, that'll be fantastic. Amazing, I But the problem is I don't think Bronny's that good okay. to play in the NBA oh, just right. yet. I did see a bit of the doco or a bit of talk about Michael Jackson, uh, Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan's sons this week and the pressure on them playing. They just give, gave it away in the end. Well, do they? Need to just, they need to just go and date Scotty Pippen's wife. Yeah. Might as well just do Actually, that. that's what the story was about. <laughs> I think the basketball was secondary. <laughs> Stay with us, big show on the way. We've got the marketplace. Aaron Finch is going to join us, the Australian cricket legend. You're listening to The Warmer with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. The Warmer with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. Welcome back to the warm-up. Uh, Will on Moons with you this morning. And uh, Moons, we're actually in Geelong at the moment because coming Sunday week, we've got the Big Bash getting underway for the Renegades, their first home game, which is great. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be heading along? I will be. Uh, you are now that I've put you on the spot. But we've... Uh, There's only one man I want to watch. Well, me too, and he's not playing. But Aaron Finch has joined us. Uh, Finchy, thanks very much, mate. You're doing the media rounds at the moment, obviously getting involved, launching the season. You guys have got the uh, Sydney game on Friday night, but getting the big bash underway must be nice to get started. Yeah, it certainly is, and I think there's a lot of excitement around the competition this year, uh, especially from the Renegades. I mean, we've recruited really well throughout the year, and, yeah, it'll be exciting. Hopefully we can go a couple better than last year, obviously finishing third, missing out on that final spot. But overall, I think uh, there was good improvement from the year before where we were dead last for three years in a row actually and then, and then to finish third last year was a, a good improvement we've got a lot of good young kids and we've got some good internationals as well you can finish last when you win one mate so that's okay isn't it? hey um, the format 
pushed out a little bit, obviously, with the 14 games and probably got a little bit too long this season. They've cut it back to 10. A lot better? I think it'll be a lot better, to be honest. Uh, it just puts a, more of an emphasis on the competition, I think. Each and every game is so important. I mean, you can afford a couple of slip-ups, but I mean, the, the new final structure as well, I think, will be really good. So uh, it's rewarding teams in the top two. Overall, I think it's it, it'll be a lot better. Um, just condensed, I think it will mean that people can get to more games, hopefully, as well. Yeah, I think that's been probably the thing over the last few years that because it's been so spread out, you sort of go, oh, I might go to this game, this game, where now everyone sort of comes together. Because when it first started, we were getting sixty thousand at the MCG or hottest, more. It was the hottest ticket in town there ten years ago. Yeah, well, we got I think eighty six thousand. We got to the MCG, uh, and then the next couple of days later, we played at Marvel Stadium, and it was packed out like yeah. fifty thousand. Uh, and they were both cracking games, and I think we lost both of them. But I mean, for the for the competition. Any time you go to Perth, when, when Perth are winning it, they're swinging from the rafters. Sydney, they all come out. Adelaide, they just they love it. So I think it's the right thing to do, to be honest. What about this ground down here, Finch? You haven't got the stadium here behind us. The, the new stand's going up. The pitch is in. Do you like playing down here? Love playing down here. Were you surprised that you weren't one of the first on the list for... For naming well, it. we spoke about this. I actually see the light bulb up there in Tower 3. That's It's got my name on it up there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, but in all seriousness, it is, it's a great place to play cricket. It, it's I love coming here to watch footy as well. But, I mean, to play here, I think the, the size of the ground is really good. The the it's wicket... That, short, short side boundary here, though. Yeah, it is. Both sides are pretty... But, I mean, last year, Andre Russell hit one out of the, out of the stadium. So did Will Sutherland, actually. And, I mean, you, you don't need tiny grounds to have entertainment cricket entertaining cricket long straight boundaries so there's some relief for bowlers but I mean the the western district they support sport and and they're, they're lovers of sport so we, we always get well supported here and um, being from the area I think people appreciate the game coming here as well yeah Geelong has claimed you for a number of years of course from Colac a Colac boy but you've moved into Geelong so you're a local now I was yeah. chatting to you a little bit earlier you'll walk across to the to the game this year and uh, just wear your whites across the across <laughs> Latrobe Terrace yeah maybe <laughs> maybe get dropped off it's, it's one of those things I mean it's being from from the country, and I consider Colac obviously very country as well. But I mean, I spent most of my career here at, at Geelong Cricket Club. Um, it's just it was a great place to Literally learn the game. Door. Yeah, it was a great place to learn the game. Uh, I had some great people to learn off and, and teach you the ropes, I guess. And I mean, you say Geelong have adopted me, but. When you're going well, you're, you're Geelong's Aaron Finch. And when you're going poorly, Aaron Finch from Colac oh, has, has missed out again. He should sure. be dropped. Well, I reckon Colac's even giving you a flick on the other <laughs> Absolutely. I don't blame him. I could actually see you doing like the Isaac Smith, getting the old backpack on with the cricket bat hanging out and just riding on in. That'd be fantastic. I'm actually in the market for a bike at the moment. So, so maybe that's, that's where I could start. Hey, you just got back from India. Um, great, obviously a great result from Australia. Um, tell us about it. I heard on a podcast from a, a mutual colleague of ours that you did uh, you walk through the streets pretty much for the first time uh, tell us about the experience India was great as a whole I mean it, it's always a, a brilliant to go there and see cricket and see the passion for the game and I mean it's it's like nowhere else you've ever been if you get one opportunity in your life to go to India during IPL in, in particular that is unbelievable but to go to an Indian game is is the next level it, it is the most amazing thing you'll ever see walking through the streets was uh, we knew it was going to be we knew it was going to have issues and, and we, we walked out of the hotel, Howie and I, and we turned right and there's straight away, like 20 metres away, there's like just uh, street market, 
sh selling phone cases and sh polo shirts and t-shirts and anything you can think of. All legit stuff. <laughs> all, all legit, top of the range. And, and it was probably five metres into, into that. Someone goes, oh, are you Aaron Finch? I said, yep. And then they just come from everywhere. But it was great. It was the first, like I said, I've been there over 30 times now and it's the first time I've ever done that, which was, which was really cool. Uh, to do it with how he was doing a bit of recording as well was was good fun and um, since being a commentator and, and not having the constraints of playing and when you're always sort of in a in a mindset of getting prepared for the next game so you want to do everything right to be able to just go out and have a few beers or or go and go to a nice restaurant and, and enjoy it over there was was really special. Now uh, I heard on that same uh, podcast you met the great man Mick Jagger. I did, hey, yes. How did you do it? You sounded very nervous doing it. I was very nervous. Uh, I'd had a few beers, to be honest, uh, by that stage. And, and it was one of those things. I got a message from Davey Warner, and, and one of his good mates looks after uh, Mick Jagger's security. So he said, oh, Mick's coming to your hotel tonight. Drop in and say good day. And, and I didn't think, I thought it was a, a piss take at the time. And <laughs> turns out it wasn't. So I just walked in, introduced myself. He's said uh, hi Aaron how are you and, and we had a chat for 10-15 minutes and, and he's a huge cricket buff he's a lover of cricket he goes into the UK all the time but he flew in for the for the semi-final uh, which was really cool actually so yeah one of those things that, that you get one one opportunity in your lifetime <laughs> and I took it Moons um, he's been listening on his Spotify this year what are your poppers and mummers what's your number one Spotify yeah, band this year the Beatles I just don't know California Dreaming was my number one song would you believe it for mummers and poppers I don't know how that happened all but the Beatles all the leaves are brown Be Beatles are my number one there. More, so. more than the Rolling Stones uh, Rolling Stones came in at number six really yeah. have you got your Spotify yeah, mine's mainly the Wiggles. And, and, uh, you need a family which, account, which you're mate. you're going to again, I hear. Yeah, we're going tomorrow to the Wiggles, uh, <laughs> which will be really good. That'll be Esther's third time. She's two and a bit, so, yeah, she's been spoiled. But I think my other one was uh, just podcasts. I'm, I'm a bit of a podcast listener as well. Yep. Finally, mate, uh, obviously the World Cup result was incredible. Um, clearly a poor start and, and people a little bit worried, uh, myself included, must admit. But uh, where does that rank? That's got to be up there probably... One of, if not the best. Yeah, I think it would be. I think along with 99 as well, when their backs were to the wall, they, were, they couldn't afford a slip-up halfway through the tournament. Uh, I think if you look at the draw, though, Australia played India first, and I thought they were clearly the favourites for the tournament. So you lose to India. You assume everybody else is going to lose to India as well. So you almost wipe that game. They lose a 50-50 game to South Africa. It looks bad at 0-2 on paper, but in reality, I think it was really one loss down because India went on to, to be so dominant through that tournament. Australia peaked at the right time, as, as they generally do in, in, in world tournaments. It's, it's a great trait. Uh, I think the occasion probably got to India a little bit as well. The, the pressure and the expectation of a home World Cup is, is huge, and, and Australia handled that pressure better. Mate, you've got a big game coming up here to kick off your season. You've got Sydney on the, the Friday night, and then, of course, the Scorchers here on the Sunday. Best of luck. Uh, hopefully you can go a little bit better than last year, which was a great season, by the way, and uh, we can't wait to get here Sunday and get amongst it. Cheers. Thanks for your time. All thanks to Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. <laughs> You're listening to The Warm-Up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. The Warm-Up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. Hope you enjoyed the show this morning. Don't forget you can find our videos of the grabs of the show on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, wherever. And, of course, the podcast will be up straight after the show this morning as well. So go and check that out, the warm-up. On SEN, all thanks to Bet365, chances are you're about to lose. Moons, um, just yes. before we get into the marketplace, plenty of talk around pre-season at the moment and new lists coming in, this guy's mm. getting this. We get to a stage where you've got players who train really well in pre-season. Pre-season champions. Greats of the game. Oh, yes. Don't worry. You would you have come across a few year. when you were playing, surely. Um, look, I won't name names, but I always remember Buddha Hocking. So I've, don't name names then. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, he, yes, he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't one of those blokes. But Buddha was always very much. He used to rip into those blokes. Right. Oh, look at you, old, old, really, old October, November champion. Eh? Wow. Let's see if he can get a kick in uh, in the season. Like he used to rip into them. Like yeah, really. Okay. So <laughs> there was always blokes that had, they were great times. They put on weight. They were great in the gym. Fantastic on the track. First game in the preseason tri- tri- uh, trials. Didn't get a kick. Yeah. And we no way, Buds didn't miss him. We had a guy playing years ago that um, was a great trainer, wore a glove at training and in the games, <laughs> only played in the reserves, and they called him, his nickname was Vossy, because he trained like Michael Voss, <laughs> but, but was terrible. So there you go. It does yeah, the old <laughs> November Brownlow medalist. Yep. You oh. used to love those folks. All right, let's get in this week's Marketplace. The Marketplace for Bet365. It's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. Yeah, we're buying and selling something in the world of sports. Uh, Moons, I'm going to kick it off this week. I'm selling G Flip. Now, do you know who what? G Flip is? What the hell is G Flip? Is that a is that a skateboard move? Yeah, I think it is. It's uh, it's the distant cousins cousins of a kickflip. I think. <laughs> uh, now, G Flip is an Australian artist. Um, oh, I've got to be careful here. They are performing at the AFLW Grand Final this year. Let's have a quick little listen. Let's go. Anyway, regardless of the song, playing again this year, headlining the AFLW Grand Final again. Like, can we not try and get somebody else to come and play? Well, it's like having Kish two probably, years in a row. Delta's probably busy. Delta. What about Nat Bass? Nat Bass would have been a good one, actually. Nat Bass did uh, 2007 National Anthem Grand Final Day. And I think we all spent half the time nudging each other going, how wow. good's good Nat look? She still looks <laughs> she amazing. Yeah, she's a cracker. But uh, I just think G Flip not having a cracker, but surely but AFLW just, just going could back, have back went to the well. back straight to the same yeah. person as last year. AFLW, lift your game fair a little enough, bit. We don't, fair need, enough. we don't need the same. What are you I'll tell you what week? I'm selling. So a bit of news came out this week, NBL. And you know I'm a big NBL man. I used to go there as yep. part of the celebrity yeah. group there. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I <was> <laughs> Yes. Sorry. <laughs> I uh, someone offered me tickets for Sunday for United's game this yeah. week and um I can't go whatever and um the first thing I thought was <laughs> remember when Moons was one of the celebs? <laughs> I mean, you know, there's a few of us out I there. I you're not a celeb, but I just it was just seemed yeah, anyway. Good yeah, on me you. And, me and Maury. Jeez, it was a big 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 night. So anyway, they've announced yeah. they're having a they're all NBA team, which we which they do, you know, you NBA have your all side, NBA, yeah. you know, all NBL and all those yeah. type of things. And it's usually positional. So you've got yeah. your center, you've got your forwards, you've got your guards. This year they've just decided they're just going with the top five players. So no positions That's in it. the team. That's it. No positions, just top five. So it's like going into an all-Australian AFL and going, okay, we've got 22 midfielders. 
So effectively, you're just saying these are the five people who've had the best season. That's it. That's it. And they're doing Isn't it. Isn't that what the best and fairest is for? Yes, I would have thought. I would have thought. So, so you could be a great centre, but maybe you're the sixth best player in the comp. You don't get a, you don't get a yeah, start. I don't like that. I just and don't it, like it. And they've got a they do a, a second and third team, or at least yeah. a second team as well. So they'll be just the top ten players. That's all it is. <sighs> that's and again, that's what your your best and fairest. Award is for, I would have thought. Hey, good though that the NBL have got some games on Christmas. They do, and I love it because I love sport on Christmas Day because once it gets to about four or five o'clock, let's be honest, it's not a great day. Well, it's just something on TV is nice, but the only problem is if you're going to do it, go with the best, the big market teams. Go with your Melbourne victory. Melbourne United. United versus Sydney Kings. So they're obviously playing. With the A-League, you do teams. you do victory. and you, Like the big blue, you do your victory in, your, yep. in, in Sydney. So, but they've gone like, I think it's Tassie and Phoenix. Yeah. That's and then, then Kings and Illawarra. I mean. A bit underwhelming. You, you just you had your chance to really nail it, and I reckon they've just missed the boat on that one. Yep. Yeah, it needs to be better, I think. But uh, all right. And I'm all for it, Christmas Day, but just get the big teams. Yep. Uh, buying, uh, sorry, I'm buying this week. Now, I've been big on this. I know Kane Corns has two in, in the AFLW, but I've been big on criticising women's sport to actually grow the game. When I say criticising, talk about things that have gone wrong and right and all that sort of stuff. Well, one of the English players, uh, Amy Cripps, was talking about a teammate or a, a women's player, Chloe Kelly from Man City. She really riles a crowd up, so she gets a goal. She does the shush and the mm. ears and all that sort of stuff. Absolutely loves it, gives it to him. This is what she had to say and what she calls what she does. Have a listen to this. For way too long, women's football has been packaged as like a family-friendly sport. It's a bit of like a lovey-dovey atmosphere. And I think Chloe Kelly especially is one of the best attacking English players we've had. So why shouldn't she, you know, back herself by coming with a bit of shithousery? And more, like she come off of that game and carried on with the shithousery. <laughs> is that is that our word for the week? That must be shithousery. I love it. It's, that's I love a, it. That's a real English term. Yeah, it is. It's um so effectively just riling up the other team and and I supporters. It. But I think it's really good. You need that love hate in a game. Yes, you you want to beat a team. Absolutely. And you want to be proud you of want, your you want, team. And you want crowd. You want supporters to actually. Have a we love this person, but we dislike this person. Like it's great yeah, it's to have an anti-hero. Oh, love it! Unbelievable. We'll get to that. Why that uh, comment's relevant in just a moment. <laughs> so I'm uh, I'm buying that. I think it's great. We need it in all sport. It's nothing to do with just women's. Mm-hmm. It's across the board. It just adds the atmosphere and the bite. And you, when you win, you win well. And when you lose, it hurts a bit. Absolutely. I all love right. It. What are you buying? Okay. This week? So what I'm buying. So this week we all got. Uh, if you're on Spotify, you all got your lists of most yes. played songs, uh, your most played artists. So this week I found out I've got Beatles, Tyler Childers. Elton John, Teskey Brothers, Elvis. They're my top five. The Beatles. The Beatles. So I, what I do is I have my playlist of about 600 songs and I just put it on uh, shuffle. So whatever comes on. Yep, that's but fair. But I found out my most played song is an absolute belter. Wow. So fans out, find out I'm a Where real, that in I'm a real Mamas and the Papas fan. Mamas and the Papas. <laughs> 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 it got played 19 times. Now, which is low w- in terms of Which is low, so but when, you, when you're just on shuffle and that keeps coming up, because with shuffle, you use a, if you get to a song you don't like it, you skip it, you skip, you skip. But what it does, it memorises the ones that you listen to. So clearly, skipping. So clearly when Mamas and Papas come on. 
It's usually oh when I'm in the gym God. too, like really pumping some oh, wine yeah. to that. They go, oh, there's Moons over there lifting some weights. I wonder what he's listening to. Be a bit of Metallica or something. No, no. And he comes up for the second set. <laughs> One uh, of the great Very good. Mine was a real mixed bag this year. Morgan Wallen, country. Now, have you got some country in yours? Tyler Morgan yes, Wallen, love, you would love. I've got Blink-182 at number two. Oh, jeez, you've gone 90s. We've got a new album out this year. Taylor at three. Taylor. Taylor. Uh, has your wife got is, your playlist or something? Uh, no, 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 no. I love Taylor. <laughs> 408, it's a punk band out of the States and still with state champs. Punk rock, I've just gone back to me teenage years. I've just been Haven't listening to Blink ever? and all that sort of stuff. So there you go. But I can't believe all the leaves are brown. <laughs> Mamas and poppers. You know what? I guarantee you, anyone that's listening to this right now will be going, you know, good song. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, it's great. It's, it's a classic. I can't imagine. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 cool. No, just, <laughs> just don't skip it. Just don't skip it. Hey, West, I'm at Western United Ballarat last uh, game of Ballarat today. They're taking on the Phoenix five thirty kickoff. Nice. Looking forward to that. They need a win. They've lost four in a trot. Mm. So get along if you can. It's good fun. Uh, what do you got for the weekend, mate? Mate, I, as I do every weekend, kids sport. Kids sport. I am a taxi driver. Very. Good. What's uh, what uh, this time? You cricket. Cricket and netball, and my young Jesus. youngest daughter just started cricket as well on a Sunday morning, eight thirty Sunday morning. I've got to watch a bunch How of long does eight the cricket to nine-year-olds play cricket, and the ball gets thrown everywhere but the pitch. Training or a game? No, training on Wednesday night. Oh my God. A game on Sunday, and I had to score on the weekend. A lot of dots. A lot of dots, a lot of no balls. <laughs> it should be like the backyard <laughs> cricket back in the day. Three wides in a row and you're off. But That's it. She was on a hat-trick, my daughter, Frankie. Really? She got a couple of bowled, bang, bang, and then the hat-trick ball, very, very much down leg side. Yeah, okay. She's got a bit of work to do. I'm not going to come and watch. Let me know when she no. gets a bit better. No, very good. Uh, enjoy that. Uh, enjoy your weekend. Right, buddy. bit of racing on as well. Uh, we've got the AFLW Grand Final. I think the Big Bash Women's is on this weekend as well. That's tomorrow, the final. So plenty of women's sport finals. And, of course, the Big Bash Men's is not too far away. And Aaron Finch uh, with the Renegades this year. That's been the warm-up this morning. Hope you enjoyed the show. Great to have your company. Grit, the podcast. If you missed anything, all thanks to Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary with Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. We'll catch you next week.